Hey guys, it's Aria, and welcome back to another episode of Femme Bolden. Today, we will be chatting with the amazing, effervescent, and kind, and inspiring young women from Health For Her. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. Can you both tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Of course. I'm Sonia, and I'm a freshman at Phoenix Country Day School. I'm interested in student activism, the arts, sports, and I love to travel. Um, one of my favorite things to do is spend time with my friends and family. Hi, I'm Anaya, and I'm also a freshman at Phoenix Country Day School. I'm really passionate about activism and making a change through our voices and our actions. I also play club volleyball while taking a really strong interest in wildlife photography and traveling. Wow, that is really so inspiring. And just that you guys are so young and doing such amazing thing, that's that's really awesome. And so Caitlin and I are from Chicago, from the South Suburbs, which has influenced much of our activism, um, as you could imagine. So what are some things that you wouldn't mind telling us about where you're from and how your background has inspired you both as activists? So we are both from Phoenix, Arizona, and coming from Indian backgrounds as young women, we recognize that many people don't have access to necessary resources, um, and we believe that using our voices and actions through that, we can make an essential change, first starting off in things like our community and then eventually going all around the world. All of your involvements are so important and inspiring, and I really like how you guys um tie your culture to your motivation and how you've been inspired to be activists. Um, can you talk a little bit more about why Health for Her was founded and what purpose it serves? Yeah, so um, we recognize the essential need to assist those who may not have the same resources and opportunities as us, and therefore Health for Her was created as a platform dedicated to providing necessary health resources and education for women in impoverished areas and limited situations. Um, one of our main goals is to expand our reach by spreading awareness and helping these women in need. Yeah, again, that's so inspiring. We can't repeat that enough. And, you know, I've noticed a little bit with what you're talking about with Health for Her and this purposes that the um, organization serves is intersectional in its very nature because you're talking about health and educational resources and not only providing them with the resources but teaching them um, about those those key things about being healthy as young women so what does being an intersectional feminist mean to you so for us, um, being an intersectional feminist means not only advocating for, you know, women's rights and equality between the sexes, which is what feminism is, but also advocating for the women who experience discrimination due to their own overlapping identities like race, religion, sex, gender, things like that. And um, it sort of takes a much more global approach to feminism and advocating for equality between genders. I like what you said about how the difference in intersectionality and normal feminism. I completely agree with you. Um, <clears throat> how do you think um, we can lead with intersectionality at the center of our advocacy as youth? Um, I think that a really big way we can do this is by just starting and broadening conversation to talk more about limitations and discrimination that surround us in terms of all these different identities. And, um, you know, this will spark inclusive inclusivity and empowerment within our community of all women as youth leaders. 
Yeah, again, like, I couldn't agree more, and I think that it's so important that you guys are starting at such a young age and, and providing such an amazing platform for young leaders to, to look to, especially in a time like this in COVID where a lot of young leaders do feel like they need to be doing more, and it's been highlighted because we are at home and our activism is so much more important now because there's so many things to take action about, you know, with the Black Lives Matter protests that we saw really um, happening in the summer to now what we see happening in Texas as a result of failed infrastructure and, you know, lack of governmental leadership. I think that it's so important that young people realize that they do have a voice and that they can speak out and empower others. So what change do you hope to see in the next generation of youth leaders and how do you think we can work together to achieve said change? So we are really hoping that more people can um, find sort of find that passion inside of them to help others in their community and others around them that need help or need the need the resources the things that we're trying to give to other people around us we hope that other people will be able to do exactly the same and we hope that other youth activists will be able to be inspired by what we're doing and not even just us just the people around us and what others are trying to do we really hope that that can spark some sort of passion within other people Right. I completely agree with you. And I really like the fact how you said it's not just us, as in like, it can't just be activists, you know, trying to make other activists aware and we can't be the ones trying to lead and being completely responsible for change. Like, activism and advocacy needs to be universal and um, everyone needs to be on the same track in order for change to happen, you know? Um, I definitely think that there are no limits to feminism necessarily, necessarily. Like, anyone who wants to be a feminist can be a feminist. And A and I are just two young women who decided to take a role and take a step up with this when we were seeing all these conflicts and issues that are happening. Like, there are so many other people who I'm sure have, a, like, a similar passion to us that can also be a feminist. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I do think that anyone, regardless of their background, could become a feminist. And I also think that it's important for us to realize that there can be growth and change, you know, as we continue to um, look forward as activists and as we continue to educate ourselves on various topics surrounding feminism and intersectionality, um, especially as we get older, since we are teen activists who are, who are engendering change. So what role do you think that health education in particular plays in intersectional feminism? So we we really believe that education is super important in allowing and sort of teaching other people um, sort of the correct morals or principles. And I think that um, in intersectional feminism, it's just really, really important that people understand that everyone can be, it's sad, but everyone is, a lot of people are discriminated against and a lot of parts of people's identities go into uh, discrimination and oppression and things like that. And so learning, um, being taught more, this kind of sense of education and specifically health education really focuses in on what we're doing and why so many women with different aspects to their identity get denied access to health resources or are sadly not able to um, get those things that they really need. With that, do you think there are limits to feminism or do you think or do you believe that anyone, regardless of background, can be a feminist? So personally, I believe that nobody should be discriminated against just because of 
um, the situation that they were born into, or even if like they put themselves into that situation, nobody should lack basic health resources. Um, and I think that it's important that all people have are deserving of these resources and that nobody should be discriminated against them. And so I think that it's our duty and our like it's important for us to step up and actually help in providing these resources in order to make sure that nobody is lacking with this. Right. I think the first step for change is educating people. And I think that it's very important for us to continue to do that. Um, what do you think the what do you think is the importance of providing health resources and education for women in impoverished situations? Well, we have seen a lot of people being denied or a lot of women, I should say, being denied health uh, access or health resources that are really, really necessary. And I mean, like Sonia had said before, nobody should be denied health access. I mean, it's a basic necessity. And I think everyone can vouch for the fact that it's just important and it shouldn't be something that should be debated. And so um, being women specifically, we've noticed that it's just become a really common problem. And then being Indian, um, a lot of people of color, a lot of women of color have been denied health access because of their parts of their identity. And it's really just, it's not okay anymore. And so we took that a step further and decided to start helping women that also were in impoverished situations or areas or, or things, situations that they really just lacked all of this. They, they were not able to get the help that they needed basically. And that's where we wanted to step in and, um, take control of that and help them really as much as we could yeah I totally agree and I think that it's really powerful that you know you guys have used your background and just uh, um, being women and having the privileges that you have to engender monumental change for women and people who are underprivileged and aren't necessarily in the best um, situations to have adequate health care so I think that that's so powerful again we've said that a thousand times and I know it may seem kind of like we're just saying it just to say it but I promise we're not we really 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 do feel inspired by everything that health for her is is about and I, I think that that's so amazing so how do you think health for her has shaped you both as individuals and how do you think health for her is shaping women across the globe um so I definitely think that as us personally as individuals like health for her is teaching us how important it is as we research more and find out more about the lack of resources that and the denying as Anaya talked about earlier of women um like being denied these resources and I think that um health for her is shaping women across the globe by um just youth leaders like us and everyone else on our team is focusing on getting these underrepresented women the resources and education that they deserve and that everyone deserves honestly and that um we're hoping to expand our network by appointing as many ambassadors as possible so we can benefit these women that we intend to help. How do you think your high school and your friends, you know, in particular, have responded to Health for Her and the activism that you guys are doing? We're just really appreciative because 
we haven't received any backlash from our community and everyone's been super supportive. They love our cause. They love what we're doing. And we've gotten so many um, messages and DMs and everything asking how people can help. Like, how can I get involved? What can I do to make an impact? And it's just been so incredible all the support that we've been seeing and we really love to see that people want to make change and people aren't just sitting back and watching everything happen people want to step up and and show what they can do and it's just amazing that everybody wants to chime in and help so as we continue to use social media as a vessel to inspire people to become activists there's much conversation about whether social media is actually effective in promoting activism and it actually does things to start change in the world so how do you think that young activists can use their platform and just go out of their way to actually contribute to change in their community um so i definitely think that one small way people can help out and just educate themselves i guess to spread awareness is by just reading articles and researching on their own like what is happening in the world just reading the news is something so small that you can do and um this is just how they can start making their own small impacts and eventually grow bigger to whatever they hope to do and um like the way health for her started off was just we um did a we set up a really um we set up a drive in a really short amount of time. I think it was two days. And as Anaya talked about earlier, we collect, we exceeded our goal just with the help of our community and our high school specifically, like coming together and bringing all these resources for us just so we could donate it to these women who need it. And like, this makes a huge impact in their lives. And just a small thing they can do is just by being observant and noticing like this is happening and we need to step up and do something about it. Before we conclude the interview, is there any platforms or social media outlets you want to shout out for our fans and listeners to check out? Yeah, so we have an Instagram. You can follow us at health4.her and that four is F-O-R, not the number. Um, We are currently still taking member applications and we would absolutely love it if people wanted to apply to be um, uh, there's so many different positions. You can be an ambassador, a member, outreach coordinator. There's a bunch of different um, job opportunities for you. And all you have to do is go give us a follow on Instagram and click the link in our bio. It will take you right to the Google form. And it's a really simple process and certainly a really great way to get involved and start making change on your own and in your own community. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this week's Fembolden episode. Um, And just for our last question, what words of advice would you give to any of our listeners who are inspired to become activists but don't know where to start? Um, My advice would be just wake up and start doing stuff. Like, you can start by just, like I said earlier, just doing something really small. Just start off by being observant, reading articles, doing your own research. Like, it's It might seem like a really big thing to do, but anyone can make an impact in our world today.